Welcome, everybody, to the Vanguard Podcast Network. This is the story of Significance Channel, and we are joined today by Salonia Harper off of our stunt team. Say hello to all your fans out there, Salonia. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> all right. So Salonia is a junior here, um, been a part of the team for three years. Um, just tell one at home a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, your position on stunt. Um, kind of a little bit of the basics here before we get going. Cool. Um, I'm originally from the Bay Area, but now I currently live down in Anaheim, like down the street from Disneyland, um, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm a secondary. I've always been a secondary. I started in high school, um, but I came from gymnastics, so I didn't know anything about cheer. And then my sophomore year of high school is when they started stunt. Um, and I loved it because it was way more competitive than cheer was because my high school didn't offer um, a competitive team. It was just sideline. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I was actually good at. Every other sport I tried, I was terrible. Um, <laughs> I tried basketball and that was horrible. So <laughs> this is the only thing that didn't require anything else but your body. So I like fell in love with the sport. Absolutely. And so I obviously know what a secondary is. So, but like for everyone else, you know, who might not know what that is, break that down a little bit for us. Um, so you basically have three positions. So your back spot is someone that is basically in the back. And then you have a main base who basically does everything um, for like all your spinning skills, um, holding more of the heavier stunts. A secondary is just a helper, really. Um, all I do is basically make everybody else's job easier mm-hmm. and assist whenever I'm needed. Um, but yeah, I don't do anything like super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're you're more involved in, in, in catching the baskets and stuff like that versus the throwing part of it, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, good. Well, um, thanks for giving us our, our Stunt 101 um, intro there so you like we said you are a junior um and you actually have kind of an interesting path to vanguard so you decided to come to vanguard from what i've been told is you never even came to campus before you signed on to to be a part of the team and um tell us a little bit of that about that like how, how did you make such a big decision without ever you know driving down and seeing campus um, I do that was a lot of things in my life, I think. Okay. <laughs> um, I originally was supposed to go to the East Coast. So I've always wanted to go out there. I love it out there. And I applied to a bunch of private schools out there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they were like 75, 80 grand. Um, and my family doesn't have it like that. So right. So I had decided to go to community college. However, um, my stunt coach in high school had said that there were schools that were recruiting for stunt, which I didn't know, um, and you can get a scholarship for it. And so she gave me, I think it was like two to three schools, and I picked what I liked sounded better. (laughs) Vanguard sounded better to me. Um, (laughs) But I contacted Leslie, and she got into contact with me. We literally talked on the phone, I think, for 15 minutes, and she asked me, um are you on the mat for levels five and six and I was like oh yeah and she's like okay well I'll offer you and I was like wait what so I discussed it over with my parents and I decided like oh I'll try it like I like stunt it's college they have what I want to major in so I decided to do it and then I signed at my high school 
Bristol. I've never seen Vanguard. I only looked online. I didn't know anybody that went there. And I think maybe like a month into me accepting, I finally came down here during the summer and toured it. And I liked it. It was super small. Um, everybody that I met was really nice, even though it was summer still. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had that community feeling. And I never went to a Christian school. I went to public school. So I thought it would be a really different, really cool different change, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it. I actually, I enjoy my time here. Absolutely. So what do, what do you think is like the the biggest difference between kind of what you thought going to college at Vanguard, being a part of the stunt team would be, and then kind of the reality sort of what, uh, of, of, of how it actually happened. Did, is the stunt more, uh, is the stunting part harder than you thought it would be? Or did you build it up so big in your head that it's actually become a little bit easier? And, you know, the transition to a Christian school from being a public school, being away from the Bay and coming down to the better part of California down here in the South, <laughs> things like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's the better part of California. I think that, <laughs> I don't know about that one, but it was very different. Um, I was very shell-shocked because at my high school in my city where I live in, it's predominantly Asian and Indian. And when I came to Vanguard, I was very surprised to see a lot more like black or white or like Hispanic kids because that's not what I grew up around. Um, so that was like, I was like, oh my God, okay, like that's cool. Um, for stunt, it was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I first started, I was like, whoa, okay. Like I wasn't coming from, I came from a team that never lost. Like mm-hmm. three years, every year I played, never lost, went to nationals. And my first year when I came, because it's still a new sport for Vanguard, um, there was girls who did not know stunt. So it was a little bit frustrating, I will admit. I think I almost, um, I almost didn't continue. I was like, oh, I, I don't think I like this. And I'm not a quitter. So I committed and obviously I must like it still because I'm still doing it. But um, I wouldn't say that it's, necessarily easier hard because the highest skill that I had coming in was a full round which basically means that like your flyer spins to the top um which is now a basic skill in college versus like now I'm doing like front flips or back flips or you know back handsprings up to the top which is like insane mm-hmm. um so it's definitely still difficult which makes it fun but some stuff is easy I would say that's good. What would you say has been your your favorite part of Vanguard? Both let's 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 answer that for you know working with stunt and then also kind of you know the off the mat side. I would say the connections is probably my favorite part of Vanguard. Um, I've definitely met a lot of lifelong friends, um, and I've learned a lot through different people. Um, I've actually gotten like a lot of connections here through people that work here for law school, um, which I never would have thought, but it's probably easier because it's a smaller school, but that would probably be my absolute favorite thing is like friendships or even relationships and getting to know the different departments and people. Very good. How, how would you say you've grown since you've come to Vanguard? Um, Religiously, I would say I've grown a lot. Um, 
I think in high school and even probably my first year in college, I was not very vocal about being a Christian or um, having that background. Like if people asked me what I did on a Sunday, I'd be like, oh, I've just chilled. Not that I went to church with my family because nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I got way more comfortable with who I am and what I identify with, um, which has helped me like be more confident out in the world. Um, but I would say I've also grown with knowing like what I want and what I don't want. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of freedom in college and you can choose to either go the right way or the wrong way. Um, and thankfully I've had a pretty solid foundation of trying to choose the right path, but I would say I've grown in like being solid in my, um, decisions and knowing what I want and sticking with it. Very good. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's definitely part of being in that age bracket of, you know, that 18 to 22 kind of leaving home for the first time, you know, you're, you're, you're given all these opportunities and then kind of for the first time in your life, you're having to be like, okay, I have this now, but what do I do with this? Right. So, that's really cool. I'm, I'm glad we, uh, I'm glad we were able to be a part of that. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what would you say is your favorite moment, like singular moment you've had here at Vanguard? My favorite singular moment would probably be when I joined a Bible study, which okay. is something I never thought I would do because I used to go with my mom and it would be like a bunch of obviously older than me. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, you guys enjoy, you know, like at 14, 13, you don't know. I didn't really know what was in the Bible like that. Like I just, it was a bunch of stories and cool things to me. Um, But it was probably my favorite moment because um, when I first came here my freshman year, my parents had just gotten divorced. Mm. And so like, that's really different for anybody who's gone through that. Like your world kind of changes. I don't really think it matters how old you are. Um, But they've, helped me a lot with a lot of like frustrations and change and being adaptable and learning to lean on Christ to mm-hmm. release some of the stuff that I cannot control. Right. Cause there's a lot of stuff that's uncontrollable. Um, so yeah, I would say that that's probably be my favorite moment. I met a lot of different girls and interesting enough, the guy who led it was, there was only one guy that ended up being like nine girls which sounds super weird, but he had so much insight that like, I still think about now that I'm like, whoa, like I can apply that to other people and myself. That's awesome. I'm actually surprised. I thought you were going to say, you know, going to Oklahoma and the national, <laughs> national tournament. So that's, that's what I was prepared for, but. Uh, that was cool too. That's, yeah. that's number two. <laughs> okay. That's number two. So um, kind of, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're in a COVID world right now. You know, you're, your, your sophomore season kind of got cut short after, you know, three or four games. So it was really your freshman year, right, where you guys went to, to Oklahoma. How have you navigated, you know, kind of that initial high and being like, okay, so cool, I'm a freshman, this is what we're going to do for four years, and then kind of mm-hmm. be like, I'm sure as the farther you get away from that, it probably goes, okay, that was even more special than I thought in the moment. Yeah, um, it's funny because yesterday we were literally just talking about that because um, it all started off as a joke. I, I don't know if anybody knows that, but we had a board and coach made us write down like different goals and she had put like nationals. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, no one, <laughs> we're not going to nationals. Mm-hmm. And we did. Um, and I still do ride the high because it was, it was so fun. Um, 
being around these teams that like you see on Instagram mm -hmm. and then you can meet them in person, you can see them actually play and they're just as good as they are, you know, with a pre-recorded video um, was really cool. I think I use that kind of as my fuel because hopefully maybe this year they might do something small. Maybe it might not be in Oklahoma. Maybe it might be like a district thing or division thing. Um, but yeah, I do want to live that out one more time. I want to ring. Like, let's be honest. Nobody wants to lose. <laughs> Nobody Absolutely. wants to tie thing. If they're keeping I score, want you want to win, right? Exactly. Of course. I'm very competitive. I want to ring. <laughs> so maybe if I have to stay another year or something. Definitely. So, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I still feel like that was like last week, you know, where – I think we won, you know, 13 or 14 games in a row, a couple mm -hmm. huge double, triple, quadruple overtime games. And then that's the gnarly thing about stunt is only four teams make the national tournament, you know? So like mm -hmm. some of our other teams, you know, they're one of 32, one of 64, you know, things like that. But, you know, you're elite um, with the way stunt is as it's a growing sport, you know, it, it's smaller on that front. So um you, you, you mentioned kind of before we started recording that you're, you're planning to graduate as a junior. And that was kind of the plan coming in. So that, that wasn't necessarily, you know, a, a COVID thing that impacted that. But what was it about coming in that made you want to, to map it out for, for three years and, you know, kind of do it, what some would say is a little bit quicker than normal? Um, I don't like school. <laughs> I like sports. I don't like school. Um, it's not that I'm like bad at it. I just, we spend like literally our whole lives learning about stuff that we don't want to. And then you get four little years where you can like finally focus in on what you want to. Um, I did not know that I wanted to be a lawyer maybe until like three or four years ago. Um, and when I started breaking it down and looking at schools, looking at jobs, looking at like how long it takes, I was like, I don't want to be in school for seven years. Mm -hmm. Six sounds cool. Even though it's like one year less, <laughs> just sounds a little bit different. Um, and it was just a little personal goal for me. Like in high school, I was not, I was very average, like a mm -hmm. very average student. It's so embarrassing, but I don't even think I graduated with 3.0. Um, mm -hmm. Like I showed up and I did what I needed to do, the bare minimum. So when I came here, I made it kind of a personal mission to excel because that's what I chose to do, right? That's my major. Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, and I I did that. I did a lot better than I did in high school. And then I was like, holy crap, like I could finish in three years. I want to do that because not a lot of people do it. Um, so it's just a very personal thing. It has nothing to do with anything else. Um, and I wanted to take a gap year. So what would be my senior year? Um, I'm going to just like, work and study and like prepare because if I went straight in I feel like I would have got burnt out definitely so um was it was it in high school that you just didn't feel like motivated or that like it you needed to flex your accident academic muscles you know a little bit more than you needed to and then here you're like okay actually like I want to kind of reach my full potential and not just kind of skate by anymore is that I think it was partially, um, I went through like a whole bunch of drama my freshman year. Like all my friends that I was friends with, we like broke apart. You know, we weren't friends as like a 13 year old. That's so traumatic. <laughs> like your mm -hmm. whole world is gone. 
Um, so I didn't show up as much. I took a lot of mental health days. Okay. Um, which affected before, before they were popular, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd probably take like a mental health week. Um, and I kind of, now looking back, I'm like, wow, thanks mom and dad for letting me do that. Um, because I got to decide, like, do I still want to be like that? Or do I want to, you know, break out of that habit? So I don't know, everybody in high school was Ivy League or UC. And that never was me. I didn't want to go to a UC. I didn't want to go to an Ivy League. Mm-hmm. There's no point for me. I was like, mm, I just want to get into school. Like college would be cool because my dad didn't go to college and my mom took like 20 years to finish mm. her master's. So I was like, no, I don't want to be like that. So p- transitioning, you want to be a lawyer. I feel very knowledgeable about this because uh, my sister actually just started law school. So I actually kind of navigated a lot of this, the the LSAT preps and those, those books are thick. So I've seen that I've, I've had to, you know, prompt her with questions that I don't even understand as I'm asking it and, and stuff, um, crazy stuff. Um, she actually just turned in like a, this, this big brief paper and she's, she asked me to proofread it. And I was so confused <laughs> because like the, the way it's written, the little lingo, like just doesn't right. make sense to me as more of a creative. So what, one, what was it about uh, being a lawyer that's attracted to you? And then um, secondly, do you, do you have like a path of law that you are, are kind of hoping to go down or is that part still to be determined? So I want to do criminal law. Um, I read a book called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. I don't know if you saw the movie. Um, it came out, I think, earlier this year. With Michael B. Jordan, um, right? Yes. Yeah. If you read the book, it's, 10 times better than the movie, like always. But the book is very deep because it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of hit me really hard. So on my dad's side of the family, um, a lot of my cousins are like in and out of jail or they're like not really doing anything. And I'm kind of like, they like call me like a golden egg or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm like the suburban, <laughs> like go to school, go to college cousin, you know? Mm-hmm. But seeing it from a different perspective, I was like, you kind of get in a mindset um, and you are stuck in this mode where you think you can't be better than what, you know, someone's told you, if that makes sense. So I decided criminal because there's not a lot of like, to put it frankly, not a lot of women and there's not a lot of black women that are mm-hmm. represented in the field. Um, and I like to argue a lot, apparently. So I felt like okay. that was pretty fitting. Um, but it's, it's the only thing that I never feel like I'm working at. I always feel like I'm learning and I always feel as if I'm like escaping something, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like helping someone. I want to be a defense attorney. I don't, I wanted to prosecute, but I don't know. I don't know. About that. I don't know if I can prosecute people. That's from like the old Jesus times. I don't know about that. No, definitely. Is there a favorite like class or project or something that you've had here at, at Vanguard that has kind of, you know, allowed you to, to kind of push forward into, you know, wanting to be a defense attorney? I would say two classes. Um, I took constitutional law with David Vasquez my freshman year and I literally it was like a little nerd I did all the reading and I fell in love with it I was like oh my gosh like 
reading briefs and reading like all of that is so interesting to me. It makes it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of made me dig deeper. And then I took a legal aspects class with um, Dr. Gray, and he was a lawyer. He was a defense attorney, and just his persona and like how he taught the class. I liked it. Um, it made me like reaffirm that I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I got, I'm not an A student. Okay. And I got an A in both of those classes. <laughs> so it's because I was generally interested in it. It wasn't just like a, Oh, let me get this over with. Um, but those two probably definitely solidified it. Yeah. It becomes more of a passion rather than, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I get to do this versus I have to do this. So have you, have you thought at all about, you know, possible schools you want to go to or anything like that? Have you reached oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, if I could get into Stanford, nobody could tell me anything. <laughs> I'm literally probably a bigger, but I would like to go there or NYU or okay. Columbia, um, Georgetown or even Howard. Um, I'm I'm kind of interested in going to the East Coast, so mm-hmm. anywhere really over there. Um, in California, there's actually not that many law schools that are like accredited. So mm-hmm. I would have to get into like Stanford or Berkeley or UCLA. It could happen, but I mm-hmm. I really don't know. <laughs> yep, yeah, my, my sister ended up going to Minnesota. You know, Southern California okay. girl thing like that. So. You know, I think it was, <laughs> yeah. you know, October 5th, she sent us a picture of like, it snowed today. And it was like 85 degrees here. And I was like, whoa, because, <laughs> you know, when I went out there during the summer, it was, you know, it was super hot, yeah. super muggy out there. And so it, it kind of caught me off guard. So we're, we're wrapping down or yeah, we're, we're finishing the fall semester here. You know, you guys are on the mat, but you know, we have to do all the, the COVID testing, the social distancing, wearing of masks, all that stuff. You know, some of the, the off the mat stuff, the, the team bonding, unfortunately, we weren't able to do. Um, what, what's it been like? What, what's, the, what's the positives? What's the negatives? You know, like, how, how has it affected? Um, it's actually made it a lot harder to bond with the team. Definitely. You like are hitting all the things that I literally talked about yesterday with the coach. Um, basically, um, in the beginning, we like separated in two groups. So for like maybe a month or two, we only knew, right? Like mm-hmm. 12, 15 other girls. And then we finally got the go ahead to be all together. And it kind of took a little while because it was like re-meeting everybody all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, However, this is probably the most talented team that I've seen. Um, and we work together so well. Like, literally, how fast people are grasping concepts and skills and putting them together and then executing that on the mat is way faster than any of the other years that I've experienced, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because you would like not that's not what I would think with COVID um and I think that we've all committed to ourselves that we're in it like whatever happens we're gonna do it I know at first I was very on the fence because nobody knew like really what COVID 
was or is how is it going to affect it like what happens if somebody gets it you know the whole protocol about it um and i actually feel safe (laughs) i don't feel like i'm gonna like get covid or i'm at risk um and i don't think any of the other girls do and it kind of created like a barrier of like when you have the time to practice practice don't Mm -hmm. waste it Mm -hmm. Um, which is really nice because two hours goes by really fast but you can also spend almost an hour goofing around and not doing anything um and it's quite the opposite we get a lot done yeah i think i was in there earlier this week and you guys were working on like a level eight or seven or something mm-hmm. which yeah, you know, seven we, yeah not. We, i don't think we, we hadn't gone above five or six before right, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Is, and and they're the, the stunts are getting harder not that they're getting mm-hmm. easier that it just you know proves the talent and the, and the teamwork that we have on the mat there so um you know, as, as you kind of think towards the holidays and kind of switch off the gear of studying re- legal briefs and, and practicing and catching girls in, in baskets when they fall, um, what are you kind of most looking forward to with, with the holidays here coming up? Um, so this year, um, usually I would spend Christmas Eve with my dad and like his side of the family and we would do like home dinner and hang out and then we're like allowed to open up one present. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Christmas day, we'll go with my mom to my grandma's and then like her whole side of the family, we just hang out the whole day, eat food, play games, watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, both sides of the family have decided that like with COVID, um, that we're going to keep it small. So I'm actually looking forward to that because I'm going to spend Christmas Eve with just my dad and my sister. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll hang out and watch a movie and have food and just like enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. And then um, with my mom, me and my sisters will be over there and we'll just do the same thing. Um, I think that's what I'm looking forward to. So it's kind of a new tradition. I think we're going to build gingerbread houses, which my mom hates (laughs) which is why i'm super excited to do it because i know she's gonna get mad we got a tree over thanksgiving break and usually my dad does it but this year right they're not together so it was me and my sisters and my mom that tried to tie the tree down a mess it was literally a mess we were like (laughs) yelling at each other in the parking lot and like I just couldn't stop laughing because I was, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, this, this shouldn't take an hour to do this. Um, so I guess things like that I'm looking forward to, new beginnings that it's like, it's bittersweet, but I like it. Definitely. So, so you're, you guys are real tree families. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. I, I come from a, um, a fake tree family, and it's actually <laughs> my fault. Um, the story goes that when I was like two, mm-hmm. I was like riding my little like tricycle in the house or whatever, and just like made like a, a beeline right at the base of the tree and like <laughs> knocked it over and it was like dying and there was needles everywhere. And they said that there was like needles in the carpet. This is back in the day of like shag carpet, you know. Oh my gosh. They said that there was needles in there for like six months. And so they were like, <laughs> never again. Three. But it actually is kind of cool now because, you know, they have them where they come pre-lit now. Yeah. So you can, like, you can pop up a Christmas tree pretty, pretty <laughs> quick now. But at one yeah. point in my life, I do want to kind of, like, like go out, pick a tree, like, have some guy in, you know, big flannel 
you know, Jack mm -hmm. and some weird beard, you know, cut one down for me um, for real. So it's super fun. Yeah. 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 But you know, there, I don't think there's a lot of um, lumberjacks hanging around in Costa Mesa. So might have to, <laughs> might have to make some moves to, to pull that off. Um, right. do, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Um, or like maybe not one that like you love, but like that you always get stuck watching because your mom loves it or something like a that. Christmas story. Okay. You'll shoot every year. Yeah. Every year. My dad literally like when it starts, like December first. December thirtieth at like eleven fifty nine. That is when like this movie comes on. It's like That's crazy. I like it. But I think I don't like it as much anymore because he plays it so much. Yeah. But that is like the go-to. Yeah, my, mine's Elf. It, it it's a little newer, but um, I don't know. It 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 just makes me laugh, even though when you, you know everything that's coming up. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no problem on that. So I was told I have to ask you one specific thing before we go. So I I, I asked a couple of your friends, and one said that your favorite food is sushi. And then mm. one said your favorite food is French fries. And those are really different. So I feel like once and for all, we need to decide which is your favorite food. That is tough. <laughs> um, because they are both my favorite. Um, it's not, but they however, can't go together on a plate. You know, that, that's the tough yeah, thing. Yeah, they can. Oh, yeah, they can. Because you can put fries and you can put like poke, which is sushi, on top of the fries and eat it. It's super good. They're called poke fries. <laughs> it's, it's like the best of both worlds. Okay. But <laughs> I I'm going to make you pick one. Oh, it's sushi. I can oh. eat sushi like every day, every year, all the time, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I would also say I think sushi is a tiny bit healthier for us. We should probably focus on eating a little more sushi and less french fries, right? I, french fries I are This is a guy that loves french fries. I'm, not, I'm like, I love both of those things. So, but like. It is more healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So, well, thank you so much for joining us here on Stories of Significance. It's, it's an honor to, to sit down and talk with you. Um, just wishing you and your family um, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Thank you. Thank you.